BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, Millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Wednesday. It is hump day. A favorite day here at the Morning Toast. A favorite day. We have the Streis Brothers in Spirit to celebrate hump day with us. And before we do anything else... I need to compliment Claudia's outfit. For everybody watching on YouTube, you're in for a treat. Claudia looks like the picture of class. It's giving she's Nancy giving, Myers. She's giving Coastal Grandmother. It's giving Nancy Myers. Tell us about this look today. Well, um, Jackie wore these pants the other day on the toast, and she was like, Claudia, you need these pants. They're from Spanx. And like, they're just like the pant of the moment. Like They're like these Spanx white trousers, but they have an elastic band. They're made with Spanx material. You can't see through them. There's no zipper. And they just look so classy. I have to say, like, I'm not loving the way they look, but I'm loving the way they feel. And I'm just at a point in my life where like feelings are going to have to um, take a precedent over looks. Okay. Well, you look really great. That's Thank what's you. great about Thank it. Thank you so much. It's like a whole new era for you. That is so nice of you to compliment my trousers. <laughs> By the way, we've really come full circle. I'm wearing culottes. You are. And it, just like everything else, culottes are the Downton Abbey of yes. 2022. What would 2018 Jackie say if she saw me wearing culottes? She would say, I told you so. You literally would. Yeah. Um, we've got a great show. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. It's June 1st. It is Pride Month. Oh my God, it's June. I know. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. The month is over and now it has begun. That's cr- the crazy thing about months. They end. And then a new one begins. Mm. It's just so crazy. Beyond. I haven't had a chance to process this morning that it's June. Like last night, I was driving and I saw some pride flags out. I was like, oh, tomorrow is June 1st. Mm -hmm. And then this morning, it's been a long morning for me. And I didn't even realize. Um, Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month, y'all. I'm also back on Cameo for the first month of Pride Month with all proceeds going to Rainbow Railroad. So if you want to see a gorgeous face... Um, with gorgeous pants. With gorgeous pants. I'll try and get my pants in the video if you request one today. How about that, okay? <laughs> Does that work for everyone? That is worthwhile. That's called marketing, baby. Yeah. Enticing the customer. That's so great of you. Yeah. Well, I loved, I really like doing Cameo, but I don't think I could be on it like full time. It's a lot of work. Like, yeah. You have to be like glammed up all the time. I'm not going to be making cameos looking like a beast. That's not nice. No. People are paying a premium. 100%. And I did raise my price a little bit because like it's for charity, you know? Yeah. And as Leanne Locken says, the charity world is really small. The charity world is everything. I'm excited because I picked the stories today. Claudia did pick the stories because I was running behind and they are very, I wouldn't, I would have picked maybe one of these stories out of the five. So I'm excited because they're kind of twisted. No, and there's a theme. I, don't, I wonder if everyone can guess today's theme. There's a theme in today's episode and the stories, they highlight uh, justice for Claudia. We'll do a quiz at the end to make sure you guys understood the theme of today's episode. That's today's assignment, justice for Claudia. I look forward to justice being served, as always. It's just like every person who I've ever had the bad feeling about is out here exposing themselves, you know? Oh, okay, so you're just going to give away the theme right now. Yeah, I feel like I already gave it away. Yeah, no, it's like Claudia was right. Yeah, which doesn't happen to me a lot. I'm usually wrong, actually. Like culottes, downtown Like culottes, downtown reading. 
reading. Speaking of reading, yesterday I finished Shelly Hepworth's book, The Younger Wife. Awesome. I gave it four stars. She's just great. And then I started a new book. So Counselor, you know, me and Counselor are like the same type of like, you know, porn. old lady book club porn. Yeah. And she was like, you're going to love this one. So like I'm purchasing it yesterday on my Kindle. As I press purchase, it didn't even occur to me to check the the length of the book. Snatcher would never recommend anything crazy. She recommended a 600 page, page book. We recorded Redheads last night. We all go around and talk about the other books we've read during the month. She was telling us about this book, how she loved it so much. She wishes that she picked it for the Redheads. It was 500 pages, but it went by in a flash. 572. She said it was as good as Tessa Bailey, as good as anything ever has been. It's giving Tessa Bailey. Are you enjoying? I am, and I'm already halfway through. Like, I was literally, um, just I couldn't put it down. Right. So, I forget what it's called. I forget what it's called also. Give me a second. Usually I remember everything, but something about the title just like It's makes so, sense. it's literally just like basic words string together. You know what I mean? Uh, yes, it's like, yes. this was the way it was, you know? <laughs> yes. That's literally, that's the title. It's called, hold on, Things the Way We Were or something. Hold on. <laughs> literally. Things We Never Got Over, okay? Lit by Lucy Score. It's giving porn. <laughs> it's giving rustic small Virginia town. It's good. Ooh, I yeah. love that for you. Yeah, part of it, like is written extremely poorly, but, like, you just, like, you don't care, you know? Yeah. No, and that makes it easier to get through. Yeah. We recorded Redheads last night. It was so funny. It was the first time we were in studio since November because of, like, Omicron. Pregnancy. Like, delivery, et cetera. And it was really wonderful to get the girls back together. So now I'm really in a reading state of mind. We recapped the book, which was really, really a good book. And I'm excited for everyone to hear it. It'll drop on Thursday. And it's never too late to become a redhead. Now let's talk about The Younger Wife because I'm Wait, telling... but who chooses the next redhead's book? Rebecca chooses the next book. Oh, should I spoil it? No, don't. Oh, okay. I was just but wondering. I'll tell you. I'll give you guys a, a, the backstory behind what she chose because everyone loves to complain about whatever book we're choosing at present so she actually took a recommendation from the redheads facebook group love so she said if you don't like it you guys can turn on each other right 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 <laughs> oh you're not gonna say the book right sorry no because it drops on thursday we'll oh just, it's not out yet right we right, love right. a little mystique around the redheads here. are so mysterious beyond gotta be mysterious always always um so we also have dear toasters today because it is wednesday we've got five in my opinion amazingly chosen obviously these stories were chosen by someone really intelligent and beautiful yeah there's no food news there's no biz news yeah that's how you know it's like bottom of the barrels like when we're talking about food news i personally like some of those human interest stories mm -hmm. but you don't yeah well there actually was one story that i could have chosen that i didn't that bordered on food news but it was just like kim you know clapping back at everyone yeah but she just clapped back at everyone she don't worry devoured everything in the beyond meat commercial and i guess just none of it made it to cut yeah in the commercial she was eating like she was eating but there was also scenes where she was like oh it's so good and the chicken nugget didn't have a bite out of it but it's called movie magic no and it's called you can have tried a chicken nugget and then talk about it at a later date yeah people really think they're like you know inspector gadget uh -huh. they're like she didn't take a bite this is yeah, the internet has empowered a lot of amateur um, investigators, and sometimes it's fun and sometimes it's not. No, sometimes it's just so stupid. Sometimes it's so fun and it's like, oh my God, when they realized that Kim photoshopped True. True into a photo where Stormy was there, like, that was crazy. And then she admitted it recently. Mm -hmm. That was really crazy. Agreed. The when bite they, in the chicken nugget? No. Not that deep. But when, they, when TikTok figured out 818 Tequila, like, before it came out, do you remember that? Like, that yeah. was a fun journey to follow. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed okay, that. Okay, so there's the good and the bad. The good and the bad, but that's the internet, man. And that's life, man. This is episode two of Us Gone Going Viral. Right. Um, How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Like, my TikTok is blowing up. I've gotten, like, 5,000 followers in the last, like, couple days. I'm which so is, happy for you. For a thirst monster like me, like, incredibly exciting. And let me ask you something. Like, is it making you happy? 
Is it fulfilling you? That's a good question. Um, no, actually. <laughs> Do you think if it was like a million followers, yes. it would be fulfilled? Like really? 5,000? That's <laughs> it? We had over a million followers, over, over a million views. We're at 1.3 million views. 5,000 of you thought it was funny enough to like it and follow me. How many likes does it have? Like 200,000. So like of Whoa. those 200,000, only 5,000 decided to follow me. It's disgusting. Ooh. It's disgusting. Okay, how many followers would it take for you to feel fulfilled? I have 150,000. That's like micro-influencer. And I've been a macro-influencer for like eight years now. So I will feel You're good. not used to the micro life. No, and I don't like it at all. Like, <laughs> it's not fun. So I, um, I'll feel good when I get to 500,000. Okay. If I get to 500,000. That's pretty, like, low for you. I thought my, you were going to say a million. My bar is incredibly low. Yeah, and it's just, uh, it used to be, like, you expected three million on TikTok. No, but yeah, because the, at first it was like, once I go viral, then the followers will come. Build it and they will come. And I've built it and no one's coming. No, they don't like what you're selling. I'm sorry. No, but I But I know. think they will like these clips. I think you're on a really good path. Me too. You, and you just have to be consistent. It's like anything yeah. else. Yeah. And they, they have to like what they see in their For You page and then go to your page and there's more of that thing that they liked. Yeah, I guess I'm just like, you know. You're always um, doing one-offs. So it's just because they like this one thing from you, there's nothing else like that on your page. I guess I'm just used to like, I really haven't had to hustle for like likes in a really long time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know this sounds like the dumbest conversation, but like, you know, I reached a point in my social career like a, a couple of years ago where like, it, things just got engagement and you didn't have to try so hard and so I guess in a good way I'm being challenged creatively yeah um because I don't think I've been crea creatively challenged on Instagram in quite a while yeah and I think it's okay if like you're not getting that many likes as long as you know you don't put too much stock into it yeah no I mean I definitely you, I don't know for sure like I'm, I'm not upset <laughs> no, I'm at all saying, I'm not saying you I'm saying like one mm -hmm. in general you know no I know what you mean like is it keeping me up at night yes no <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not I'm, I'm not tired at all yeah. No, you sleep great. She goes to bed at 10 p.m. I, I'm not good at a lot of things in this world, but something I am good at is getting like a full nine hours of sleep. 12. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. It depends. Some weeks I'm like, you know, what? let's be crazy and stay up till 11. But most of the time, like when it's nine o'clock, like the lights go out and I'm in bed by 10. I mean, so I'm sleeping lovely. by 10. So lovely. Yeah. It's a child free life. So I know it's not going to last forever. So I'm enjoying it while I can. Yeah. That's all you need to do. Yeah. Okay. Well, should we get into the amazing stories handpicked by a beautiful, stunning, and smart queen? We shall. Okay, great. Without further ado, here are the past five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by... Brute Yes! Oh my gosh. Let them know about Bruce, and then I have another fun fact about Bruce. Bruce is an electric toothbrush that will change the way you think about brushing your teeth. With powerful sonic technology and ultra-gentle bristles, the brush, the Bruce, excuse me, <laughs> redefines what it means to have super clean teeth. It's like that feeling when you just leave the dentist, a fresh, whole, clean mouth, but you get it every single day. So when you buy the Bruce kit, it includes the electric toothbrush, three brush heads, a magnetic charging station, and a sleek travel case. They use industry-leading sonic technology to produce 42,000 brushes per minute, which is 300 times, 300 brush strokes per minute. Um, their battery life lasts forever, lasts like 30 days, so you can charge it. But like if you're traveling, you don't really need to bring your charger unless you're traveling for over a month. Um, so it's perfect for traveling and keeping your countertop charger cord free. It's slim and sleek, makes it easy to throw it in your purse or your bag on the daily. And they release sickening new colors all the time. I just got a new one. It's like a magenta. Gorgeous. Um, and I was still using like my stunning millennial pink one, so I decided to be incredibly generous and give the magenta one to Ben. Um, cause I had been gatekeeping Bruce, I'm not going to lie. And he's 
obsessed. Of course he yeah. is. It's so beautiful. I love magenta for him. I'm sure they look so great side by side. They do. Like, you know, a little color contrasting. Mm-hmm. Also, color blocking. for any breastfeeding mamas out there, it's really a great toothbrush. She's on a clogged duct. That's not in the copy, but that's just a tip of the day. What do you mean? Like, because you need a vibrating uh, device yeah. to massage out the clog. Oh. And I use my brute de douche. Oh, that's funny. Um, get 20% off when you pick your Bruce toothbrush kit and the plan when you go to bruce.com slash toast. That's 20% off when you go to bruce.com slash toast. And Bruce is spelled B-R-U-U-S-H dot com slash toast. I would love for them to make a commercial for television, like with Bruno, and he's just like running around saying, And what about Theo? And Theo's directing. He's a behind more the, behind the camera like, kind of guy. You yeah, know, he has the vision. So true. Bruno's just a pretty face. So true. Okay, first story for Claudia. Matthew Morrison has been fired from So You Think You Can Dance for flirty messages that made a contestant uncomfortable. New details are emerging about Matthew Morrison's sudden departure from his judging gig on So You Think You Can Dance. A source close to the Fox reality show tells People that Morrison was fired from the series quote after he had an inappropriate relationship with a female contestant. Quote, they didn't have sex, but he reached out to her through flirty direct messages on social media. She felt uncomfortable with his line of comments and went to producers who then got Fox involved. He was fired after they did their own investigation. The source adds that Morrison and the unidentified female contestant never met up offset. It was just messages that crossed the line. Okay, so a few days ago, they announced that he was leaving for, like, breaking protocol, and nobody knew what that meant. Like, it's a COVID protocol. A lot of people were like, he's so creepy, like... He probably was being inappropriate. And now we have, like, full confirmation that that's what it is. Um, and obviously, uh, I just feel justified in, like, hating Matthew Morrison since the day I met him. Um, and you know what? Like, even though, like, this never should have happened, I feel like things like this, like, back in the day, like, would get swept under the rug. So, like, yeah. good on Fox for, like, actually doing something about it, you know? Yeah, totally. Like, protecting the contestants. Yeah, and, like, stopping it in its tracks. Right. And, that and not letting the fact that he's like a celebrity. Right. Or the fact that like they never met up. Like the fact that it's just messages. Right. This girl didn't have to, you know, endure anything else. Right. And they took action. Yeah. So I, I'm glad about that. Matthew Morrison is that so. Is so inappropriate. Especially, I mean, it's inappropriate anytime yes. you want to send unsolicited flirty messages. But the dynamic on a competition show mm-hmm. like that, like the power that the judges have and the contestants, like, it's already such a power imbalance mm-hmm. on every level. And so to abuse your power in that way is gross. twisted. No, he's so gross. And, like, I feel like, you know, the internet has, like, hated, decided to hate Matthew Morrison, like, starting, like, a year ago. But never for anything, like, actually concrete. Just, like, weird things he does. Like, videos you know, he singing, posts. Singing uh, with the kids. Singing with the kids. Like, characters he's please played. But he's never actually, like, done anything, like, that warrants, like, the hatred. But now he has, and I feel justified. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, so it's a good day for us Matthew Morrison haters. Yes, you are justified and you know what so what the, the show is so you think you can dance right yeah there well they keep saying s-y-t-c-d as say yes to the dress <laughs> we all know like so you think every time i've been seeing these no, stories yeah, no it's literally say yes to the dress i've been seeing people posting about this and like using that acronym i'm like matthew marson was on say yes to the dress <laughs> it's beyond confusing um also, I don't know why he was chosen, like, in the first place. For First of all, like, he can't have a high Q score. Like, people do not like him. Mm-hmm. Two, like, there are so many celebrities who also dance. With the advent of TikTok, they really should have, like, Charlie D'Amelio. There are so many people they could have gotten to be a judge on a dance show. And, like, why Matthew Morrison? Yeah. Literally why. He's literally irrelevant. Does nobody remember the Grinch? 
I mean, what body course. did Matthew Morrison bury like with some executive that he keeps getting jobs? Ask NT. Ask James Corden. Ask NT. Yeah, there's something like why would he still be working? He really hasn't been relevant in years. No, but like he really should be because he's someone who's a good person to plug in. Like he can do it all. He can sing. He can dance. Right. He can act. But like he hasn't had a job, like a relevant job in years. And then he had the Grinch, which was a colossal failure, like made people despise him. So like why would anyone cast him in anything? I don't know. I mean, I would just do Annie Live every year instead of the Grinch. Yeah, but like I could think of a thousand people who would be great for like a dance competition TV show judge. Well, the new judges this season, they swapped out Nigel Lithgow and Mary Murphy with Jojo Siwa and Stephen Twitch Boss. Oh, Twitch from Ellen. See, that's a good one. He's huge on TikTok. Um, Jojo's great. And I guess they wanted someone like traditional, not digital, because Jojo and Twitch are both really digital, but like Jenna Dewan. <laughs> Literally she, anyone. Dewan, she's been rather quiet. Yeah, but she was involved in, there's a lot of new dancing shows. So I think she was on a competitor. So you, Dan- wait, World of Dance. Yeah. The one with J-Lo. The Masked Dancer. Right. Oof. Flop. Low point. Flop central. I don't even know if it's premiered yet. Really? I don't know. We just talked about the fact that it was going to be. I mean, the fact that the masked singer um, like became such a phenomenon. Like, I remember when I like first saw a commercial for it and I was first introduced to the concept of the show. I'm like, wow, Hollywood has really lost its mind. Like, mm-hmm. this is the... Du- and people are obsessed yeah. with the show. It has like a cult following. And I see clips all the time of like big reveals, you know, Candy Burris, I think won. People are obsessed and it's kind of good. <laughs> What's so crazy about it is that it's so protected, like the identities, there's no spoilers, that actually every year I don't know who wins yep. because it will never be in a headline and I'll never click the link. And it makes you think like how The Bachelor is unable to keep like a single spoiler. Because there's no respect for The Bachelor. Right. Like these people and publications respect the hell out of the mass singer for some reason yeah there's like this unspoken universal bond like to not spoil the mass singer confidential than some other things no it's so weird it's such a good call <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay are you ready for our next story yes. some one direction drama oh, yeah. ex-podcasting drama Liam Payne is, has been dragged for airing One D's Dirty Laundry on podcast. Twitter users roasted Liam Payne for airing his former One Direction bandmates' Dirty Laundry in a new interview. He appeared on Logan Paul's Impulsive podcast on Tuesday and reflected on not only the boy band's many highs, but also their infighting as teens and personal drama in more recent years. Fans were particularly upset over Liam taking a pointed dig at Zayn, whose ex-girlfriend Gigi infamously described Zayn as a respectful king during the 2020 Twitter spat with Logan's brother, Jake Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, given that Zayn was in charge in 2021 for harassing Yolanda Hadid, Liam said on the podcast of her tweet, she, he said that one didn't age very well. In an attempt to explain himself, he then said, there's many reasons why I dislike Zayn and there's many reasons why I'll always be on his side. Okay. Then, uh, Contradictory. Right. The One Directioners came from him saying Liam talking shit about Zayn as if he didn't cheat on his fiance last week. Right. Okay. So there's like a lot to unpack here. First of all, I didn't think what he said about Zayn was so terrible. Um, he just said like that didn't age well because then like Zayn turned out to like be doing some bad things. So like, I didn't think that was be so doing crazy. Some elder abuse. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so I didn't think that was so crazy. The part that the clip that I saw going around, which was beyond cringe was talking about the journey during X Factor when like he thought he, you know, lost this big opportunity and then they called those five boys back in and put them into a band. He said like how, you know, his understanding of how that situation went down was like Simon made a promise to him 
to Liam that he's going to do this group and in like in two years he'll be set and he took Liam's face and built the whole band around Liam and Liam was the star and it was like giving like pick me energy like really I I wasn't there but I don't think that's how it went down I don't think that's how it went down but why would anyone lie about that especially when like I think he can look in the mirror and say like Harry is the bigger star right and then he was going on about all their you know solo career saying his song was the first to hit a billion streams like even if that's technically true like come on like no. for real he just must have like people around him who are like Liam's the greatest they like shut out the rest of the world yeah. he probably doesn't know like actually the board I would say level of like solo career fame of direct One Direction it's definitely Harry and then Niall and then I would say the rest of the three are you know what Zane is like known because the other, who's the fifth Lewis, Louis. Louis. Yeah, he... But see, the thing... See, okay, I want to offer a, a rebuttal. Louis, it's not like he really tried. You know what I mean? Which is like, there's kind of... There's honor in that. Yeah. Whereas like, remember Zayn's last album? He had yeah. like that big truck going around the city. Like, Gigi was taking pictures. Like, I cannot name one lyric from one song from that entire album. Like, that is... I think that's considered like the definition of a flop. Yeah. So is that better or worse than Louis who just didn't even do anything? I don't know. He had hits, though, back in the day. Yes, he did. He had Pillow Talk and the Taylor Swift song. Yeah, but what I was going to say about this, like, the fans seem to be pissed that, like, Liam's running his mouth Mm -hmm. about the One Direction days on a podcast, and it's like, that's not what he's doing. Like, it's been 10 years since they broke up, almost. Like, it's time to talk about the ins and outs of the band on a podcast. I totally agree. See, I'm, like, conflicted in the sense where it's like, well, you obviously have nothing else going on if this is what you're doing. Um... But no, also, like it's like, we want to pod- know. We one, we want to know, too. Like, going on a podcast, especially, like, if it's someone who maybe you're friends with offline. Like, it's just a fun activity. Yeah. Especially for someone who probably has a lifetime worth of stories. Mm-hmm. Share with the class. I agree. Normalize talking about what class. happened in One Direction. And they do have this connection because of the Respectful King tweet. and Jake the Paul. Logan So and he Jake was on Paul the Logan thing. Paul podcast. So it's relevant. And if Logan didn't mention it. That would have been weird. Yeah. I t- by the way, that's like one of the weirdest moments in pop culture history. Jake Paul and Gigi Hadid's Twitter feud. Yeah. Um, also, why people are quaking is because last week, the weirdest thing happened. So Liam is engaged and he has like um, a million fan pages for him and his fiance. And somebody posted like a cute, it was like a picture of Liam hugging his fiance from the back, but you couldn't see their faces. And the caption on the fan account was like, oh my God, it's so cute, Maya and Liam, blah, blah. And Maya commented and was like, it's really difficult to see photos of your man like with someone else. This is not me. Please stop tagging me. And I guess now him and his fiance are broken up. So it's like when you're going through your own, you know, scandal, it's not a good look to go on the podcast and like talk about other people's scandals. Do you think this was recorded before that? For sure. So. But like people don't care. Like they, no, just, they no. see it now. Right. I mean... So they're not engaged anymore? I don't think so. And then who's the one who was engaged to, like... The judge. The judge, Cheryl. Liam. Are they still together? I think they had a baby together. Yeah, I think so, too. No, they're not still together. Oh. So, like, Liam has his own, like, messiness, and it's just, like, be quiet. No, I like it. Keep talking. Agree. Normalize (laughs) talking about what happened in One Direction. Like, seriously. Yeah, and normalize just talking about, you know, interesting experiences that you've had back in the day. And, like, this may be a dumb question, but, like... One Direction's hiatus, like, a breakup, right? Like, we're not still waiting, are we? Was it a hiatus? Yes. I think that it could be like the Jonas Brothers, where they really do their own thing, they enjoy their own thing, and then realize there might be value in coming back together. The problem is Harry Harry. is is a rock star. Harry, like, has literally no reason. One Direction was never going to do that. 
Uh, I I know Ark, Steen Chelleth, they would have. <laughs> but you like you know what I mean? Yeah, no. Harry's too far gone. I think he's too far gone. Even Niall's success, which is big, like I do think if there was like a, a tour, like he would hop on, you know, and agree. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So so it's over. I think it's a no. That's yeah. so crazy. I've made peace with it because we're getting bops from everyone. I know, but, th- and they're really good. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love. No, of course. It's not One it's, Direction. It's not even close to, like, the serotonin boost that One Direction songs give me. I personally, I can't, you know, wait for rain in this drought I know, for everyone. Yeah. And I'm waiting just for a little mix. Yeah, I know. That's well, that, the eggs I put my in my basket. That's the other question, because they're also like a British band from X Factor doing a quote-unquote hiatus. And someone left, and then it became a hiatus. Right. It's it's giving One Direction. It is, but I have faith in my girls. So do I, unless one of their solo careers becomes huge. No one's done a solo career. But I follow like all these Twitter accounts. Like They're all signed with different management companies and record labels like for solo endeavors that's not gonna work for me yeah no they're they, they, they i think they all plan on doing their own thing that's not gonna work for me so rethink it yeah everyone. i don't think that's what the fans want no it's definitely not and like i was on little mix talk and so many clips from their farewell tour were going around and like in the final show they were hysterically crying it's like well don't cry just get back together <laughs> just do another show no it's literally in your control 100 you don't have to do be doing this like at all <laughs> it's literally your choice are you ready for our next story? Some more justifications for Claudia's hatred. And, I am. And this time, she's turned me as well. Thank you. Charlie Puth shares Adam Levine's reaction to him masturbating to Maroon 5. I just like these headlines. The whole thing. It's crazy. And I just think it's like a general thing in Hollywood. Like, you don't have to tell us everything, you know? Yeah. Some things, like, can be kept to yourself. So here are the details that you're all dying to know. Charlie Puth revealed in an NSFW new interview that he once masturbated to a Maroon 5 song, much to frontman Adam Levine's displeasure. The first song I ever jerked off to was fucking This Love by Maroon 5, he told Bustle on Tuesday. Years later, Charlie told Adam Levine about the experience, though the former voice coach didn't react with much enthusiasm. Charlie said, now I'm good friends with Adam Levine. I told him and he was like, that's really weird. He also shared that he didn't lose his virginity until he was 21 years old when he played a small town in Boston. He also spoke openly about the value of sex and how it intertwines with his music career. He said, this is a really weird sentence, but if you took the instrumental only of my music, I want people to almost get turned on by the frequency. Okay. Shall I keep going? Okay. There's more. Sure. (laughs) If you must. However, he noted that he can't listen to music while getting it on because he will just start focusing on the notes. He said, I will analyze the music playing in the background and I'll start to see the music notes in my head and I will not be able to get hard. Well, that's kind of contradictory because it's like, but you jerked off to music, so doesn't music get you off? Loophole. Loophole. (laughs) The thing is, like, I'm feeling shame. I'm feeling (laughs) embarrassado. I'm feeling humiliation, mortification on behalf of Charlie Puth. Like, first of all, we don't care, like, at all. Like, not in the slightest what you do in the bedroom. Like, we literally 
could not care less. And he's just so cringy. And I feel like when he was like saying this to the interviewer, like he really thought he was being like, you know, like Mick Jagger, like yeah, sex. Like music sexual. Yeah, like he thought he was doing something. And what he's doing is absolutely nothing. Wait, this article is so funny. Like I think it was co-written by you. Okay. One, one place Puth has been open about his sexual personality is through his TikTok account. Oh. There he posts a mosh of content, including a look into his musical process, some thirst traps, and other strange content like yes. two butterflies having sex. Yes. He was even called out by comedian Sarah Shower for being incredibly horny on TikTok. She tweeted, <laughs> she tweeted, if someone doesn't fuck him soon, I fear the worst. <laughs> Literally. That's incredibly funny and incredibly on point. I've been telling you there is something weird about I'm, Charlie Puth. I will stop defending him. I you knew have it. Have the floor. I knew it. There was just something weird in his TikToks. Like he really thinks, and I'm sure he is like very musically inclined, very talented. But he thinks that makes him like superhuman. And the way he like talks to people on TikTok and his content is so cringe and so condescending. And it's like he really thinks that he is like. A, like the Rolling Stones, like he thinks that he is that. And it's it's giving me embarrassment, like for him. It's just, it's horrible. And this was, while it was shocking to read, it wasn't shocking to digest. Like I knew that that is who Charlie Puth was. Like I knew it. It's reminding me of the little brother from Zoe 101. <laughs> okay, how? On TikTok, you know. Oh, gonna... yes, 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 yes. Sorry, I thought you meant his character. Yes. If yeah. you haven't looked at the little boy from Zoe 101's current TikTok account, like you you will die of shame. Like No, you have to. It's. He's not embarrassed. I actually, like, you almost have to respect Respect it. the courage. The courage. And it's like you would hear Charlie Puth on the radio and you would never expect, like, this is his TikTok. This is his personality. Yeah. You watch Zoe 101. You would never expect that Dustin is doing BDSM on TikTok. So I think he's, like, doing all this, like, to change people's perception of him in, into a more, like, sexual way. And it's only making us, like, think you're weird. So stop. Yeah. I think... He probably has one of those complexes that, like, child stars have about, like, going from being, like, a teenager or a young person to being, like, taken seriously as an adult. And yeah. I think a lot of times people think, like, sex is the answer. The way to do it. And it's not a case in point. Yeah. And I, and I said this a couple weeks ago. Like, I do think Charlie Puth's career had, like, a weird plateau where, like, if he had, you know, kept the momentum up that he had in the beginning of his career, like, he would have been at the level that Sean Mendes is now. So I feel like he's definitely having some sort of identity crisis. And this is, he thinks, the solution to that yeah i i feel you so just stop agreed are you ready for our next story yeah shannon mochler sells travis barker's engagement ring for 97k nice shannon mochler successfully offloaded her engagement ring from travis barker to ninety six thousand five hundred dollars after putting it up for auction last friday wow the where 4.01 round cut Cartier Sparkler received 17 bids on Worthy.com, which did not reveal the identity of the big spender. Ahead of Four the, carat Cartier, less than 100 grand? No, that's, I mean... Is that on par? I think that's on par, because okay. that's... So you price up for Cartier. Yeah, you get, like, the Cartier price tag, but I think only the Cartier store can charge... Right, not secondhand. Right, like, same for, like, Tiffany's. You yeah. pay for the name. So definitely in her auction, she's paying for the name, but not as much as if you, like, left the store with a, you know, a robin's egg box. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty good, and that must be a good stone. Yeah, well, the thing is, is, like, what's your philosophy on, like, rings after, after a relationship ends? I don't have a strong one. I think it's just like if someone told me that they were selling their ring, I'd be like, good, if, goodbye. If someone told me they're keeping it because they love how it looks and they want to wear it to black tie events and cocktail 
dinners mm. i would say great you yeah should. it's gorgeous yeah i don't really have a philosophy either i think the best way like if it were me i would like have it made into a pair of earrings or something you know yeah but like it's one gorgeous stone i think i would keep it as a ring yeah you don't want to break it up no but the thing is like i wonder if shanna mochler really needs the money because these, oh, things, that's another, that's these things increase in value over time so like she should really hang on to it for as long as she can and i don't know if she's doing it like for the money in the press like i don't know i i really have no clue what Shanna Mochler's like finances are like. I just know like in the grand scheme of Shanna Mochler, Kourtney Kardashian, um, Travis Barker, Sharna Burgess, Brian Austin Green, Megan Fox and Megan Kelly, like Shanna Mochler came out on bottom. Like everyone ended up like bigger and better and happier except for her. Like every time I read a report about her, it's like some turnt Instagram live with her and her boyfriend. Like I just feel like everyone came out of the, on top of that whole like love hexagon mm -hmm. except for her. Do you think it's intentional that she sold the ring like the same week as the wedding? To like get buzz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, I'm sure people would assume that it's related to the wedding, but I simply wanted to find a proper seller and worthy.com is the most professional. Oh, it's an <laughs> ad. Oh, 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 wait. And this I gets... know we'll give this piece the attention it deserves. Oh, she's making bank on not only the ring, but the pro promotion. So head to worthy.com slash toast. <laughs> Um, also, she said she was hoping it sold for 120k because she said it was worth 160k. Now that seems really, really high. So that means he bought it for 160. That's what she said. I believe that. That sounds fair from for four Cartier carats store. from Cartier. We'll have to. We should do some investigative work. Let's go to Cartier. Let's go to Cartier. Get, get ourselves some four carat rings. Speaking of rings, you like my Tiffany sweatshirt? I do. It's really cool. Isn't it so cool? Yeah, you Just look like great today. You're like a cool mom. Oh my god, that's so nice of you. Thank Not you. Not a regular mom. You look great too. Thank you. We are great looking girls. <laughs> Moguls. Moguls. By the way, yesterday when you were saying you're giving the assistant energy, I thought you meant Ava. No. Because she's like the assistant. Kayla. You, yes. Yes. Now you see the energy I was channeling. And I'm here for it. How did that? Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Some news that I found to be quite upsetting. Yeah. Queen Elizabeth's flight has been forced to abort landing due to lightning storm. She's unacceptable. Queen, like, seriously. Read she's the a fucking weather queen. report. She's a fucking queen and she's 96. My God, people are just like playing with her life like it's jello. <laughs> the Queen's plane was forced to abort landing in London on Tuesday, according to reports. Her Majesty was traveling from Balmoral in Scotland to Windsor Castle ahead of the long awaited Platinum Jubilee celebrations. According to The Sun, the Royals' 13 seat plane landing at RAF Northalt Air Force Base was caught up in Tuesday's heavy storm, forcing the pilot to abort the landing. Buckingham Palace confirmed in the outlet the flight's delay. Quote, the Queen's flight was delayed to a lightning storm. All the correct procedures were followed and there were no safety concerns. Oh, please. The Queen should never have been in the plane when the weather, like literally, the, the, the technology we have access to, the radars, the technology we have access to, the technology that they have access to, you know, yeah. they have better shit than us. Uh -huh. Like, figure it out. Stop putting the queen in harm's way. It's like they don't even it, care. It, right, in anticipation of her big jubilee. Oh, it's disgusting. disgusting. But wait, disgusting. when is the jubilee and where is she going? She was going back to Windsor to get ready for, for the, the jubilee. jubilee. You know, get her nails done. Right. Nails done. Hair, hair done. Did, get your nails done. That's <laughs> oh, funny. Um... <laughs> And it's any day now. What do you think Queenie does to get ready for the Platinum Jubilee? Ooh, I feel like these days, I feel like these days she's really low maintenance. Maybe back in the day she had a scrub. Manicure, you know. pedicure for sure. Yeah. A quaff, a blowout, you know? Yeah, but I feel like she just probably sits in front of the TV. Do you think <laughs> she gets a facial? No, I don't. You think she really just like I think what? she's the type, especially because she's like from a different era where it's like, that's You embrace hogwash. aging. No, and it's like, what is this? You put it on, you take it off, hogwash. Right, right, right. She's into the real deal. She probably uses 
um, Pond's cold cream. Oh, totally. Lathers it on. Like rollers. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. I love her. Wait, I have so many questions. Do you think the queen bathes or showers? Bathes. Me too. Didn't she have someone in there with her? Perhaps. Probably, right? Yeah. Just getting out of a bath, even as I, like a somewhat able-bodied 27-year-old, like I have almost snapped my neck like pretty much every time I get out of a tub. Yeah, not only like is she a woman of a certain age, but she's also the queen. Like if she's not getting bathed, who is? Right, right, right. That's so interesting. What do you think she like wears to sleep? A nighty. Like a muumuu? A dress to the floor. Right? Yeah. That sounds so uncomfortable. No, it sounds kind of nice. I like having a piece of fabric between my thighs, like... I feel that. Like, to keep, you know, the skin separated. Yeah, separation. What do you think the queen, um, what kind of bra do you think she wears? She definitely goes to Orchard Street. Yeah, like old granny bras that we wear. Yeah. What kind of deodorant do you think she uses? Uh, Dove. She's classic. But is that, like, big in Britain? Oh, the British Dove. The British equivalent of Dove. Yeah. Yeah. Love that for her. Does she wear makeup? Yeah, she wears a nice red lip. She's a makeup artist, you think, or she does it herself? Oh, you know Or like what? her lady in waiting does it. I think she has both, but the royals like do like to do their own makeup. You know, like yeah. Kate did her own for her wedding day. Yeah, but Kate definitely doesn't do her own hair. No, her, but she also has great hair. Yeah. I think Megan did her own makeup for her wedding day too because it's like a sense of normalcy. Okay. They, they don't want to be in glam all day. Could never be me. They don't want to be in glam all day like the Kardashians. They don't know what they're missing out on. No, they really don't. Nothing makes you feel better than like hair and makeup. This is a beat face. Oh, she does wear a lot of makeup. Yeah. Yeah. Gorgeous. Gorgeous girl. We have to have makeup by Mario do her makeup. I would love to see that. That's like one of those Facebook videos that yes. like goes viral where they do Doing like my great grandmother's. Makeup like Kim Kardashian. Yeah, yeah. She really looks like her. So funny. Um, okay, well, those are the past five and I do enjoyed them. I, I enjoyed them as well. We should switch it up some more. We've also got Dear Toasters, which is our weekly advice segment for all the new TikTokers here. Every Wednesday, you can write into deartoasters at gmail.com and we will try and give you our best possible advice and we'll keep all your shit anonymous. So Dear Toasters is brought to you by Pear Eyewear. You are a unique mashup of all your favorite things, and there's a multitude of ways to express yourself. So celebrate all of that and who you are and who you can be with customizable prescription glasses from Pear Eyewear. So you can change your look up in a snap. Pear Eyewear's base frame and the magnetic top frame combination makes it easy to switch up your styles. Base frames start at just $60, including the prescription lenses, and there are a hundred hundreds of top frame designs to match whichever base frame you choose. So I feel like this is kind of genius. Like, Wearing glasses is fun, but, like, you shouldn't be wearing the same pair of glasses, like, to a black tie gala as you are to the the office, the airport. Yeah. Yeah. So, pair eyewear is really smart. You can just, like, change the top or, like, a gorgeous floral, a pattern, a solid. Love that. It's really smart. And they have a pair for a pair. So, every pair purchased, pair will provide glasses and vision care for children around the world. So get glasses as unique as you are. One pair, infinite style, starting at just $60. Go to PearEyewear.com slash toast for 15% off your first purchase. That's 15% off at P-A-I-R-Eyewear.com slash toast. All right, ready? Ready. Dear Claudia and Jackie, Jackie, so happy to have you back from maternity leave. I hope Harry is happy and healthy and ready to share his mama with us. That is so nice. So sweet. Thank you. So here's my situation. My boyfriend's best friend, John, was engaged to this girl none of our friend group liked. They had a tumultuous relationship and often broke up and got back together. Last summer, she moved states... She moved states away and then dumped him, and this has been their longest time apart while she is building a new life in California. My boyfriend and I don't live in John City anymore, but we visit about twice a year. When we visit, John hosts all of our friends for game nights. My boyfriend and I always go early to clean up because I believe it is the only time John's apartment ever gets cleaned. Even when John's ex lived there, it was dirty, but the last few times, it was truly a pigsty. When we visited last month, I noticed that his ex's stuff was still all over the place. Let me remind you, they broke up last summer. 
Her used makeup bottles are still on the bathroom counter. Her dirty shoes are by the door. Trash from her hair dye is laying out. She sounds disgusting. We actually found out that John sleeps on the couch because their bedroom is even more full of her junk. I fear that he is just pining for her to come back. So I'm going to back to visit later this summer, and I'm wondering if I should do something about this. We want to gather our friends there, but it's honestly awkward. I want to just take a trash bag and throw out her stuff or even pack it up and take it to her parents who live nearby. Let me remind you, we all hated this girl. She was not fun at our parties, and he knows that. I feel bad for him, but he's clearly living a sad life, and I feel like he just needs to push a push to wake up and move on. What do you suggest? Okay. A few things. One, just make sure that they're not like still seeing that's each other. That's what I was going to say. And that's why he has all her stuff around. But assuming that they're not, I think sometimes like one of the nicest things that you can do for someone is refresh their yeah. space. And it's something that like they can't probably see to do themselves or like, you know, it's really hard to like go through everything, clean everything out. It's also emotional. You also don't so, realize like how bad it gets when you just like let shit pile up. Right. So assuming they're not back together, like I would say to him, John, like I want to just refresh your space for you you don't have to do anything other than like give me your permission and you go out with my boyfriend for the day and I'll t I'll handle it for you yes but I do want to say like just by reading this and again I don't know the situation it sounds like there's like a really high chance the girlfriend's still around yeah like like a high probability that they're Maybe not back together, but definitely still like hanging out. Yeah, like so. Hair I would dye. before you do that, I would just like triple check. Right, that's what I said. Triple check that you know she's not popping in and using these things. But even if she is, like, put your shit away, girl. Because it sounds like you might have misread the situation. Yeah, like to be completely honest, I thought that's where the story was but going. But if he's really just like living in the past with like boxes of hair dye, then you needs, have to help. He needs your help. Yeah, and I don't think he's gonna walk in and be like, "Oh no, where's my trash?" No, he won't. And if you like make it really cool mm -hmm. and nice looking, people really that can really. Change, change someone's, someone's mental space a hundred percent but again triple check all right next up hey hey claude and jack longtime listener first time caller i love my fiance to death he's the most kind caring man i've ever met and i can't wait to spend the rest of my life with him but he has some bad habits that i've been having trouble accepting he's a good job but sometimes he'll sleep till 10 a.m on a weekday he doesn't care about how he dresses and he gets annoyed when i try to help him buy nice clothes and he drinks a little too much beer do i just have to accept these things or is there a chance for change am i making a big deal out of nothing or is this just classic guy stuff can you what repeat do i do the annoying behavior sorry on weekdays he has a good job but on weekdays he'll sleep sleep till 10 a.m. He doesn't care about how he dresses and he gets annoyed when she tries to help him buy nice clothes okay. and he drinks a little too much. Okay. And this is her fiance. Um, I'm weak. He has a job, but he sleeps till, till 10. 10 on weekdays. Maybe he works from home in the day. The work yeah. starts at 10. So he's just like from bed to computer. I do think sometimes like these things work themselves out with age and just like a new stage in your life. And, you know, say eventually he goes back to the office or you guys have kids like he will have to drink less and unless you think like it's actually a problem some of the things about the clothes doesn't really bother me me neither like and also, that's that i think you can chalk up to guy stuff 10 a.m isn't that late yeah i know i'm like i don't know 10 <laughs> he gets up that's at disgusting every day like that's pretty, if you said if you said two yeah you know, I, no, even if you said like 12 like Tennis? Yeah, I said noon. Ten, oh, I thought you said two. I said noon and or two. Oh, sorry. Ten is like, still very much the morning. Yeah, that's okay. It's a little late. It's not. He's not up in Adam. Right. But it's not that bad. You know that I think you're being like a little harsh. The the beer is definitely um, like just something you should watch. Yeah. You know. Why don't you guys do one of those like thirty cleanses. day cleanses together? Well, it sounds like if he won't even let her buy nice clothes, like he's definitely not going to do a cleanse with her. They're very different things. Try it. Yeah, I wouldn't fun. worry about the clothes. I wouldn't. The clothes don't bother me, and I don't think that's a an important thing. But it's always good to do a cleanse. Thirty days of no drinking. See how you guys feel. People love it. I did sober January once, and look at me now. 
sober look at me now sober 2022 sober 2022 sober except yearly for except for sprints um so yeah i feel like you're you're probably fine yeah don't worry and don't be so harsh like 10 a.m is still early for some of us <laughs> <laughs> all right third and final one hey claudia and jackie you guys are my favorite part of the day i'm an og toaster and i just know you are the ones to go to about advice on this issue I am due with my third baby in November. It's a girl, and I have a few names picked out that I like, but there's one name that I like more than the others. That name is Fiona. Before we found out my second was a boy, I tossed this name around, and my husband ended up falling in love with it. I had mentioned it to family and friends who have asked, rookie mistake, and now I am having a girl. I'm bringing it back up. The problem is I think everyone hates it. Whenever I say the name, their face changes a little, or they actually say they don't like it. They also, oh, they also almost always mention Shrek. <laughs> So now whenever Fiona's my husband is a literal queen, literal body positive queen. <laughs> so now whenever my husband mentions it, I pretend I'm unsure about it because everyone has made me so insecure. I need opinions and validation from girls with taste. Princess Fiona is a cultural icon and the name is actually or and is the name actually pretty or should we go with something more common? For reference, my other kids names are Charlotte and Benjamin. We call him Benny. Love you. Please help. So I want to say that um, I have no problem with the name Fiona, but it doesn't match Charlotte and Benjamin. Okay, I I like the name Fiona. I never would have thought of it, but I really I like it a lot. So I think you should feel good about okay, that. I'm sorry. No, I feel like I need to be honest. I really don't like the name. You don't? No. Because of Shrek? No. Just I, you don't like like the. Maybe it's because it reminds me of um, Emmy Rossum's character in Shameless, who was literally the worst character on the planet. Um, I don't know. I just don't like the name. I like it, and it's it's an interesting name. So I understand why it's, you know, a little polarizing. But what I'll say is that if you love it, it literally doesn't matter if other people yeah. like it or not because, like, you're act. And I know this is, like, sounds cliche, but, like, you're the one who has to live with it. And if it, like, brings you joy and, like, your baby just feels like a Fiona and, like, it only, it literally only matters what you think. It yeah. does not matter what anyone Agreed. else thinks. Your opinion is superior and it's the only one that matters. But, um. Because they're not with you every single day. And eventually, if the baby's Fiona, like, they'll come around to it. So don't worry about them. Yeah. It's completely up to you. And if you're asking me, I like the name. I would not have. Do you think it matches Charlotte and Benjamin? No, because those are extremely traditional. Mm -hmm. And Fiona's a little bit off the beaten path. But Charlotte, Benjamin, and Benjamin. <laughs> Charlotte, Benny, and Fiona. It's cute. No, it's not working for me. Okay, why don't you offer some suggestions? Okay, Claudia. Charlotte, Benjamin, and Claudia. Charlotte, Benjamin, and Theodora. Charlotte, Benjamin, and Strice. That's beautiful. No, let me see. Like, Claudia... I'm sorry, not Claudia. No, Charlotte... Like, the, the way they're just both written out, they're like long, stately names. You know what? I actually... Names. I have the right name for you. It matches... Madeline. Sophia. Because it's no. like Fiona. She likes that F. Oh, and it matches with Charlotte. It's like a royal name. I like you Madeline. Can be Sophia with an F. I like Madeline. I like Madeline. Just too. seeing them written out like they're long, stately names. Yeah. Charlotte, Benjamin, and Madeline. Think about it. Take a second. I like those names, but I also like Fiona, and it only matters what you like. Yeah, you know what? This is like one of those moments in your life where, like, oh, it's nice to get other people's opinions, but yours is the one that matters. By the way, you liked it for your last kid, and you still like it yeah. now. Holds up. That's true. It's a test of time. It ages well. Mm hmm. That's true. Best of luck to you. Seriously. It's the hardest thing in the world. They don't tell you. Yeah. It By is the, way, the hardest thing in the world to name a human being. Can we talk about how we still don't know Kylie's baby's name? I have to tell you, I like love this so much from her that she's taking her time with it. I believe she does have a name. Yeah. And I love that she's not telling us and normalize having a hard time huh. naming a human no. being. And normalize changing your mind. Yes. Like literally 
it's such a big decision. The fact that you have to sign that birth certificate and then bounce and like live with that decision for the rest of your life, like normalize changing your mind about things. Totally. Um, so that is special guest. That is our show. That was Dear Toasters. If you ever want to write in, it's deartoasters at gmail.com. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. We're back tomorrow and Friday with two more fabulous episodes because that's what we do. That uh, is what we do. Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Test Millennial Morning Show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, motherfucking subscribe before I wring your fucking neck out. No, okay. Don't forget to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, Morning Toast, and leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and mogul-like energy we are. Hope you guys have an amazing hump day. Don't forget to hump someone you love, and we'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.